our faithful knight in Toginkyo is almost up, Al. We gotta we gotta move on to our next big adventure. Mm-hmm. Move on and get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared Now Watch and you Yasha. This is episode number fifty-nine. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello, hello. We are discussing season three, episode number four, or episode fifty-eight, entitled "Faithful Knight and Togenkyo Part 2. Duh. Part II. Yep. So last time we left off, everyone was small and not having a good time. Well, Inuyasha is back to being big, but he got flattened, so he's a little bit two-dimensional now. While everyone <laughs> and else he's is a small. human. And he's human, so human. Things are not going well for anyone. Uh. Inuyasha wakes up, he's bound in a bunch of thorns, and they're draining his blood, or as uh, Tokijin says, he's getting all his juices. Oh, that was so gross. Did he call it, like, life juice or something? Something. He's like, I'm gonna get all your juices, extract your juices. And this is like, no, please don't call it that, ever. Ever, he's ever. Trying, he's trying to get all his juices for the demon tree, Nenmenka. Ugh. And then Inuyasha sees the jar of uh, the, the jewel shards, and he's like, Where's Kagobe? And Tokijin's like, huh? what are you talking about? <laughs> I just found these. I don't know who this person is. He's like, where's the girl? Oh, there's a girl here? Well, I'm going to get her and, and sacrifice her for the tree. And everyone's going to be a happy for me. And it was creepy because, like, the tree loves young girls. The younger, the better. And I'm just like, ew, pretty yeah. tree. Uh, Kagobe, Shippo, and Moroku are working on a plan to break out by throw rolling a boulder there and using I guess spray paint to explode it and knock it loose to roll it down to them <laughs> and also Moroku's gonna use the wind tunnel to suck it to them yep give it more speed which they're able to do but then like uh Tokijin like shows up and like finds Kagome and she just sits there and lets him grab her even though like she has at least like 15 seconds to run out of the hole they just made yep she could have which I guess very to be fair done. We, with what we see, it would not have done her any good because they would still have been small. So he probably just something like, grab you. Yeah. So in hindsight, we were very critical of this, but like it probably wouldn't have done much better if she had ran. But it still is not a good look for her to just be like, ah. ah. <laughs> and then the other two just walk out the hole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least she was able to distract long enough that the other two could escape. But still, like, yikes. Yeah, they they are still very small and cannot be be uh brought back. Kagome somehow is able to be like, be bigened. Bigened. I mean, I'm sure Togajin like used some kind of thing on her to make her yeah. big. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he takes Kagome's clothes and like throws them down where Inuyasha is, and Inuyasha's like, "Where is she?" Urgh, I'm very angry now. And then Tokijin's like, "Oh, you love this girl. That's why you're mad." And then, like you said, it's never brought up again. <laughs> There's no like he doesn't acknowledge it. Inuyasha doesn't say like, "No, I don't love her." Like nothing. It's just like, yep. "All right, cool. I guess that's the reason. It's all good." Yep. Uh, Moroku and Shippo roll in and they're very tidy and uh, Moroku uses the wind tunnel to break Inuyasha free. And somehow they're in her uniform, which I'm not sure how they did that, but they did. Very sneaky. Mm -hmm. uh, so they were able to do that and break Inuyasha out and then the the room collapses and takes Tokijin down so they're able to escape and try and find uh, 
Kagome, who is like in a bath somewhere else, naked. Naked. The and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm naked. And then Inuyasha comes out and is like, you're alive! And she's like, jumps up out of the bathroom and is like, Inuyasha! And then he's like, just full on booba exposed. And he's like, uh, 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 uh. He just sits Excuse in me. the doorway and blushes. Yeah. And then she just gets out of the bath and is like, I'm going to cover my booba, but not my bottom. Nope, nope. I was just like, why is she more worried about the booba than, which I mean, I know why, because it's easier to censor the bottom than it is to censor the top, but... Correct. Maybe put another hand down You have south. two hands, yeah. Um, Because otherwise it's just like, Inuyasha, it's fine if you look at this part of me, but not the booba. Yeah. That, that's just a line too far. Inuyasha is bloody, but he takes off like his top and is like, here, use this to cover up. She's like, okay. I do then, also like that she like <laughs> spoons him and is like cuddling with him and is happy that he's alive and all that. And Moroku and Shippa pop out. Yeah. And Moroku's like, it's just a bad time. And she's like, ah. <laughs> so that means that they all Big saw scream. the booba too. They did. Uh, so they all get out of there. They run out and they're trying to escape. But then they're like, oh, we're on a cliff and there's no way down. So we're kind of stuck here. And then they're like, here's some old man who's a flower. And they're like, what the heck is this old man? He's like, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like the the teacher for Tokijin, but then he got corrupted by the tree. That's why he is the way he is. And he turned me into this plant. Now I'm just stuck here. This stinks. He kind of looks like Maxwell. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Except um, for, you know, Max is not a flower. Yes. He explains that, like, he knows how to make, like, that... The... Ocean. The potion for the fruit that Tokijin wants to drink to eat to become like all powerful and immortal and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then Tokijin runs out like, "Oh, I knew you were here. I'm stone body now." Her, her, her. <laughs> and Inuyasha tries to fight him and just fails miserably each time. Just gets the crap kicked out of him. And the sage is like, "Hey, why don't you drink this this potion here? It'll help you heal and everything." And he's like, "No." It's made from human fertilizer. I don't want it. Dude's like, uh, it'll it'll heal your flesh wounds. And then, like, he just kind of stares off into space at one point. I was like, this dude's probably like, man, you dumb. Yeah. Uh, Kagome tries to shoot an arrow, but then the bow breaks. And she's like, oh, crap. And then the sage is like, I'll just turn into a bow for you. Here you go. And Yasha stabs Tokijin in the eye. Cool. Kadonk. And then Kagome shoots uh, as Tokijin like goozles Inuyasha and runs him into the tree. He does what to Inuyasha? Goozles him. What does that when mean? You, when you grab someone by the throat. Oh, I learned uh, something today. Yeah, Kagome decides to run to the cliff's edge and take take aim to shoot him in the back where yep. the the jewel shards are. Yep, for some and reason. And able to it's able to do that, and then they both go flying. Into the abyss, and then the, the the jewel shards enter into the tree, who then tries to save both of them because he's like, I want, my, oh, I want the more nourishment. This is my Andre the Giant impersonation. It's not very good. <laughs> I need to be sounding more French. <laughs> but yeah, the tree sounds just like Andre the Giant, which is very peculiar. just like it. Because Andre the Giant's <laughs> dead by this point. Oh, super super dead. But it is a yes. it is a choice to go with Andre the Giant for the tree, like an impersonation, basically. Yeah, it's very funny. It is a choice. So Toki Jin's body gets taken over by the tree, who's like, 
I'm going to get the half demon. I've captured him. But then the sun comes up, and Inuyasha's able to transform back into Inuyasha, and he's like, all right, well, now you're done for. Also, I have my sword on me somehow. It's cool. Uh, here's the wind scar. You're dead. Cool. Uh, Broku and Shippo turn back to normal. The tree dies, and they're like, Inuyasha's dead. No. <laughs> Broku just doesn't even like have a, a hint of optimism. He's like, yeah, he clearly had to have fallen with him, and that's how he died. And like, so Tokijin died, so Inuyasha couldn't have made it, so he's dead for sure. Let's no, all no, pray. no human could live through that. Yeah, Shippo let's, is just let's like, all pray. Inuyasha! Kagomi's very sad, and then, like, they're like, he's a fool! You fool! And then Yasha just runs back and is like, I was gone five minutes! What are you doing? <laughs> Shit was like, you're alive! <laughs> and Baroku's like, oh yeah, I totally knew you were alive! I, you know, I had, I yep. knew it all along, totally. Yep. And Kagomi's very upset. He's like, you, you made us worried! He's like, why are you crying? It's fine, I'm here! He's like, I'm not crying! He's like, yes, I you it. are. I love that he initially said blubbering. She's like, I'm not crying. Okay, crying. Nope. And then eventually she's like, just sit. And he's like, Pleh. and then Shippo ends the episode. We're going, oh, now he's dead. <laughs> Which was so good. What a good line. Very good line. Ooh, but yeah, these are, this sure too. was a set of episodes. Yeah, it sure was a set of episodes. We got, we got the cute, like, short kimono outfit with Kagome that she uses the, the fire rat robe to make, which is mm -hmm. cool. Um, and Yasha got to see some booba, and so did Moroku, and so did Shippo. <laughs> Everyone saw the booba. Everybody saw the booba. Um, it was a flower tree old man. It was a weird some episode. Weird episodes, yeah. Uh, we got some notes here. Uh, Songo didn't appear in this episode. It was not mentioned as we, we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the manga, these events take place after the ordeal with Kikyo, episodes 22 and 23, and before Songo's introduction, episodes 24 and 25. Also in the manga, this is the first appearance of Kagome's special arrows, which in the anime just appeared in episode 30. Whoa. Which is interesting. Interesting. Like, this is a weird spot for those to show up in. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Uh, during the final confrontation with Tokijin, Shippo and Moroku keep switching which of Kagome's shoulders they're sitting on. That's funny. That is funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Imagine they're Inuyasha... just like running back and forth. <laughs> I'm over here now. <laughs> now I'm on this shoulder. <laughs> uh, and then finally, it appears that Inuyasha's love for Kagome is so obvious that Tokijin was able to figure out his true feelings for her just by seeing Inuyasha's reaction for Kagome's safety. That's because Tokijin's the only like person who understands anything, apparently. It's just like able to see the very obvious here. Right, right. The only Everyone one. else, nope. <laughs> God. Well, no, that's uh, true. The, the parents, they know. Yes. They know. But that is uh, that is it for our two-party here. Next time, we will see what Songo's been up to back in her village. Apparently, Moroku's going to touch the butt again. He's going to touch the butt. He's also like, oh, sisters, hello. I would like to come. You know, I, I think i got to come help you out, Songo. I've been very worried about you. These three days have just been miserable for me. Oh, sisters, hello. I, I guess I can go help you out as well. We see forgot to mention you. that weird hand gesture he did in the last episode. When he was saying that he was he was excited that Sango was going to be gone for a bit, like he was hitting his neck as if he was like, "Oh, I got the knots out of my neck now." That is not what I saw. You saw him doing the cranking it motion. I did. <laughs> That's exactly what I saw. Look, Moroku does not need to crank it. He can go find a lady. I mean, 
Can he though? Because I mean, he's, we, he 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 can. Have, have we have we actually seen him be successful? True, but also like he he himself would think he can do it. Oh yeah, he totally could. I mean, he he thinks he could, but we've never actually seen him succeed in getting a lady, <laughs> unless they were trying to murder him. True. Uh, but we'll see how how Moroku sees or deals with Songo being away next time mm-hmm. as we discuss episode 59 or episode season 3, episode 5, entitled The Beautiful Sister Apprentices, which apparently is an anime-only episode. Whoa! I guess they had to, like, make something up because Songo being gone. Yeah. So we'll dive into that next time. But if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. And you can buy our books, One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs with Pac-Man on Amazon.com. So join us next week as we see what Songo's been up to. Mm-hmm.